0: Season 1, episode 34, Pete's podcast, Bible Story Evangelism, Acts 13, 39. And by him, all that believe are justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. And by him, Jesus, all that believe are justified just as if I'd never sinned. And by him, all that believe, some do and some don't, but all that believe... Are justified just as if they never sinned. From all things, that would be all things that you did wrong, a life of sin. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. For whosoever should keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, is guilty of all. From which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. So you keep the whole law of Moses. You only violate in one point. You're guilty of all. I like the word all, A-double-L. Let me read it one more time and spell it. And by him, by Jesus, all, A-double-L, that believe are justified from all, A-double-L, things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. James 2.10 says, For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point is guilty of all, A-double-L. All right, so kind of explained Acts 13.39. Now I'm going to give you the context. And we're going to go back to, so if you have a Bible, you might want to uh, open it to Acts chapter 13. I'm going to start in verse 13 and read to the end of chapter 13, which is all the way to verse 52. Verse 39, 1339 is the one that I memorized. Okay, so here we go. Now when Paul and his company loosed from Pamphyls, Pap, pap, papos, papos. Sorry, they came to Perga in Pamphylia, and John, departing from them, returned to Jerusalem. I think this is where John Mark, Barnabas's nephew, uh, left them because of the persecution they'd had in Lystra, just north. Pergamum, by the way, is on the southern coast of Asia Minor, uh, north west of the island of Crete, along the coast. And Perga is one of its major cities. And so this John that it's talking about here is John Mark, who, by the way, later came back and was useful to Paul and ended up writing the book, The Gospel of Mark. So uh, Barnabas's nephew, John Mark, who became known as Mark, Uh, anyway that's a little extra on verse 13 but when they departed from Pergamum now it's just Paul and Barnabas and their company maybe they have some other uh, what do they call that a posse anyway but John Mark is not part of that posse anymore he left got got a little scared I think from what he had seen had happened to them they came to Antioch in Pisidia, and went into the synagogue. unto the Sabbath day, on the Sabbath day, and sat down. So they're in Pisidia now, and not far from Pergamum, I would guess. Um, Pergamum is where John Mark left, and after the reading of the law, the prophet. The law and the prophets, the rulers of the synagogue, sent unto Paul and Barnabas and company, saying, You men and brethren, if you have any word of exhortation for the people, say on. And Paul stood up and beckoning with his hand said, Men of Israel, and ye that fear God give audience. Verse 17. The God of this people of Israel chose our fathers, and exal- Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and exalted the people when they dwelt as strangers in the land of Egypt, and with a high arm brought them out of Egypt. Okay, so we're talking Abraham, his son Isaac, Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, uh, Joseph became the second in command of, of Egypt and brought Jacob and the family during the, the famine to Egypt. But there came a Pharaoh that knew not Joseph and they went into slavery for 400 years. And so that's where we're at here. And then and, and Moses led them out. And you know the story of that. Okay, so, in fact, Genesis ends with the death of Joseph and begins, and in Exodus begins with the birth of Moses. So 400 years between those, between the end of Genesis and the beginning of Exodus when there came a Pharaoh that knew not Joseph. Anyway, um... Okay, verse 18. And about the time of 40 years suffered their manners in the wilderness. So he brought them out with a mighty, with a strong arm, with a high arm, brought them out with the 10 plagues. The 10 plagues were water to blood, frogs, lice, flies, cattle died, livestock died, six boils, seven fire and hail, Eight locusts, nine darkness, and ten death of the firstborn. Okay, so uh, and with a high arm brought them out. And about the time of forty years after they left Egypt, they wandered in the wilderness for forty years because of their disobedience. And they said, "We can't take the promised land." And after arguing with them for a while, uh, Moses said, "You're right. You know, God's changed his mind. Your this generation's going to die in the wilderness." And when he had destroyed seven nations after they, after uh, jo- Joshua t- brought them into the land of Cana, Canaan, he divided their land to them by lot. I know that Joseph's two sons got like a double. So Joseph got two. Levi got none because he was going to be the father of the priests. And I think all the other tribes got a portion. Some of them more than one, but they were... Uh, approximately the same well, Judah got a big portion. I'll let you look at a map of that. And afterward they desired a king. So okay, so we had uh Samuel, the the well, and after that, that he gave them judges for the space of four hundred and fifty years until Samuel the prophet, he was the last judge. Samuel and after they desired a king, God gave them Saul, the son of Sis, a man of the tribe of Benjamin by the space of 40 years. So even though Saul was, David was anointed King of Israel before the 40 years was up, Saul kept the crown until he was killed uh, before battle, after he went to see the witch of Endor and we talked about that earlier. Uh, The space of 40 years Verse 22, and when he had removed him, when God had removed Saul, he raised up unto them David to be their king, to whom he gave the testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. And even David had his, uh, in the matter of Uriah the Hittite, pretty profound sin. But whosoever should keep the whole law and yet offend at one point is guilty of all. And David needed a Savior as much as anybody, even though he was a man after God's own heart. Verse 23, And this man's seed, David, hath God, according to his promise, raised unto Israel a Savior, Jesus. So you go through the whole, all the kings of Israel year, which weren't uh, very uh, great, the divided kingdom and the northern kingdom never had a good king. The, the southern kingdom had like seven good kings, but uh, G- Paul just skips right over, Paul or Barnabas, I don't know who's doing a talking here, they were both pretty eloquent. Um, but now he's jumped all the way to Jewish history to Jesus. Of this man, David, God hath God, according to his promise, raised unto Israel a savior, Jesus. So. These Jewish people that asked him to speak, he just gave him a whole rundown of Jewish history, the highlights. When John the Baptist had first preached before before Jesus' coming, the baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel, and as John the Baptist fulfilled his course, he must increase and I must decrease, he said, Whom think ye I am? I am not he, but behold, there cometh one after me whose shoes of his feet I am not worthy to loose. Men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham, and whosoever among you feareth God, to you is the word of salvation sent. I think he's not speaking, this is not John speaking, this is Paul or Barnabas speaking, um, recorded by Luke in the book of Acts. He's probably part of that company. Um, that um, men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham, of whose um, whosoever among you feareth God, that's the beginning of wisdom. And again, fearing God. I love electricity. I love air conditioning. I love computers. I love everything that runs on electricity. I, you could say I love electricity, but I'm also very careful around it. I've had 110, I definitely don't want to have 220. Uh, To you is the word of this salvation sent. So we're here to tell you about Jesus Christ. Men of uh, uh, Pamphylia. Okay, so um, on the coast of Asia Minor, today called Turkey. For they that dwell at Jerusalem and their rulers because they knew knew him not knew Jesus not nor the voices of the prophets which are read every sabbath day they fulfilled they fulfilled them by condemning Jesus and though they found no cause of death in Jesus yet desired Pilate that he should be slain and when they had fulfilled all that was written of Jesus they took him down from the tree, which is a poetic way of saying the cross, and laid him in a sepulchre, and God raised him from the dead. And he was sent many and he was sent many days of them I'm sorry, and he was seen many days of them, I think about up until Pentecost, um, which came up uh, fifty days, and came up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem who are his witnesses unto the people. I I need to read that again. Acts 13.31. And he was sent many days. Jesus was sent many days. Raised him from the dead. And he was sent many days of them. And he was seen many days of them. Seen of over 500 witnesses it says. Which came up with him from Galilee. He sent them ahead And then he appeared up there because he could move around pretty quick after he was resurrected from the dead. Got his new body, um, which looked pretty much like the old one. Had holes in it. Who are his witnesses unto the people? That would be his disciples, the 12 apostles, of which uh, Paul includes himself as one of the apostles. Been taught in the wilderness for three years by Christ. And we declared... Unto you glad tidings, and we declare unto you glad tidings, how the promise which was made unto the fathers, God hath fulfilled the same unto their children, in that He hath raised up Jesus again, as it is also written in the second psalm Thou art my Son, this day have I begotten thee verse 34, and as concerning that he raised him up from the dead, now no more to return to corruption, he said on this wise, I will give you the sure sure mercies of David. Wherefore he saith also in another psalm, thou shalt not suffer thy holy one to see corruption. That's kind of, I think, you know, after four days they said that the uh, body stinketh when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead Martha said hey you don't want to do that I, I think it's the the body dissolving into dust again ashes to ashes dust to dust uh, the sea will give up its dead the, the, those people that died those believers that died in the Titanic they're, they're a mess I mean they're all spread out they've dissolved if you will their bones even dissolved. Uh, for God, for David, verse thirty-six. For David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God, was their king for forty years, and died full of years at seventy, three score and ten. I'm three and three and a, three and a half years away from that. Fell on s- sleep, which is a euphemism for died. And was laid unto his fathers, and saw corruption. So don't worry about it. If we don't, you know, he wouldn't didn't let his son's body dissolve or corrupt or start to to decay. But we will, and it's not a big deal. God made Adam out of the dust of the ground. He can. The sea will give up its dead. Think about that for a minute. If God, if God could speak, the universe to get in six days, and everything that's on it, everything alive, and I'm sure he could put together uh his people again, but that doesn't mean we're absent of body and present with the Lord, so we're not the new body, the resurrection of the dead. that's one of the f- six things we gotta study from hebrews six one repent of dead works, faith towards god um doctrine of baptisms uh and three more um And of uh, laying on of hands and of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgments. I'm I'm getting the internal judgments down pretty good. But I told you I was going to have to work on the resurrection of the dead. I think a good model for that is Christ, although I think he's a little unique in the fact that he did not see corruption. But David did in verse 37. Be it known unto you, therefore, men and brethren, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins. My friend, if you don't have forgiveness of sins, now's the time to get it. And it's by faith. And it's, I can't do it for you. And some of these people did and some of them didn't. And some of you will and some of you won't. I think that's just the the way it goes. And by him, all that believe are justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. So there's my memory verse, hidden right here when it, when he's going to talk to them about salvation. Beware therefore, lest that come upon you which is spoken of in the prophets. Behold, ye despisers. Be, beware that you despise not the gospel. And some people do. They just get offended by the gospel of the grace of God. They want to have a hand in it. I think it's pride that makes them despise and wonder and perish. That's not something you want to do. I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. But if you're you're a despiser and not a believer, you might be a professor. You might claim to be a believer. You might profess salvation, but you don't possess salvation. For I work a work in your days a work which shall in no wise believe, though man declared unto you. So God prophesied that the Gentiles would come to Christ. He prophesied that some of the Jews wouldn't come to Christ. And when the Jews were gone out of the synagogue, because He just told them that some of them aren't going to believe, Beware, therefore, lest you come upon you which spoken of by the prophets, you despisers. He knows what they're thinking, I guess. I don't know. Paul wasn't. Paul and Barnabas weren't Christ when he spoke, but but you can pretty much tell whether people are buying what you're selling. But I, I work, and they're not selling it, I work a work in your days which shall no wise believe though a man declared unto you. And when the Jews were gone out of the synagogue, they listened to Paul and Barnabas. Luke took notes and wrote it down. And the Gentiles besought him these words. Now, wherever, you know, synagogue is kind of Jewish- ground in a city but when they left the synagogue the the Gentiles came and they have the, the, the well anyway the Gentiles came and said we'd like to hear what you have to say verse 42 and when the Jews were gone out of the synagogue the Gentiles besought that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath which is the next Saturday seventh day Now when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who speaking to them persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. So I think there were some Jewish people that were going, you know, I want to hear more about this, Jesus. I think the world had... Twelve disciples, twelve apostles turned the world upside down. Paul's in the process of doing that. But I don't think, you know, even back then... A.D., I don't know what, how many years after Christ died, but Paul's talking to people that that obviously heard about him, knew about him. Talking about Jesus, you know, just the one name. They know who he is. But when the Jews saw the multitude, when the Jews saw this Gentile multitude come out the next Sabbath, they were filled with envy. That's not a good thing. And spake against those things which were spoken of by Paul. Contradicting and blaspheming. Uh, just coming up with reasons for people not to trust Christ. Whatever. There's a whole world never heard of him, Whatever. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be open unto you. I'm telling you right now. If you're listening to me and you're seeking. You will find. Knock and it shall be open unto you. If you are. Um, how did he say it? Um, Anyway, not believing, um, despisers and wonder, and perish. Um, work which you shall nowise believe, though a man declared unto you. I'm a man declaring it unto you. Beware. Therefore, lest come upon you which spoken of the prophets that some people aren't going to believe. Some people are, and some people aren't. Beware despisers and wonders. I'm up in verse 41. I work a work in a day which you shall nowise believe though a man declare it unto you. And the Jews left on that note. And I don't think all the Gentiles believed either. But anyway, um, let's see. Um, but when the Jews saw the multitudes, they were, verse 45, They were filled with envy and spake against those things which were spoken of by Paul. So I guess we do know Luke wrote down that Paul's doing the talking here. Contradicting and blaspheming. They blaspheme by saying Christ is not who he is. You know, blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is to to not believe in Jesus Christ because the Holy Spirit came to convict the world of sin, righteousness, of judgment. Of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father, and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world, another name for Satan, is judged. But uh, the work of the Holy Spirit is to to get people to believe in Jesus Christ. Paul and Barnabas waxed bold, so that the Jews were. But when the Jews saw the multitudes the next Sabbath day, they were filled with envy and spake against those things which were spoken by Paul contradicting and blaspheming Paul not blaspheming blaspheming Jesus Christ Paul and Barnabas waxed bold they prayed for boldness end of chapter 6 end of Ephesians chapter 6 Paul prayed for boldness my wife and i used to sit outside school in the morning before we went in and would pray for opportunities and boldness in sharing the gospel and said and Okay, Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said, It was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken unto you, Jewish people, that are now contradicting and blaspheming. But seeing ye put it from you, and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life. If you don't believe in Jesus Christ, you're judging yourself unworthy of everlasting life. Because of your pride, your, I don't know what your problem is. But when I heard the gospel... And I saw the scriptures that went along with it like Ephesians 2.8.9 For by grace you save through faith not of yourselves to get to God not of works lest any man should boast. You can't brag about it because you didn't do anything. But receive it by faith. And it doesn't matter how much faith you have. You can have very little faith in Jesus Christ. Don't worry about it. Just believe the best way you know how. Lo, we turn unto the Gentiles. That would be us. Unless you're a Jewish person listening to this. And you're welcome to come in too. I I know Jewish people that have trusted Christ. For so, verse 47, for so hath the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles that thou should be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. You know, Jews are, they're a large group of people, but nothing like all the people on all the rest of the earth. And, and this is the Lord had told Paul that he was going to be a light to the Gentiles. And so the Jewish people were having a problem with it. And he said, look, you know, Peter's going to go to the Jews. I'm going to go to the Gentiles. And he didn't say that here, but that's the plan. And when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord and as many as were ordained to eternal life believed. Now, Calvinists are going to take that. But we're talking about prophecy on here. Beware that was spoken unto you by the prophets. Some Gentiles are going to believe. Some Gentiles aren't going to believe. Some Jews are going to believe. Some, you know, Be in the group that believe by believing. The ones that was prophesied to eternal life, the Gentiles, be in that group, the believing group. Not that God's picking and choosing who's going to be saved. He doesn't do that. But he does predict that some will believe and some won't. And the word of the Lord was published throughout the region of Pamphylia, which was a region. But the Jews stirred up devout and honorable women and chief men of the city. Now, I don't know if that's... This is, a, this is pretty much a Gentile location. Galatians. So these honorable women, the, the Jewish people are member of the community, but it's not like Israel or something. Not like Jerusalem um, until A.D. 70. But this is before A.D. 70, I'm pretty sure. And Jesus stirred up the devout. Yeah, Paul died before the temple was destroyed. Uh, the Jews stirred up devout and honorable women and chief men of the city and raised up persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them out of the coast. Now, I don't know if this is before or after Paul was stoned in Lystra. It's not that far away. But um, Luke wrote that he was... But anyway, Paul knew what... Uh, and this is why John Mark left because they were not well received where they went. Stoned in Lystra, that's about as bad as it gets. In um, verse 51... But they shook off the dust, Paul and Barnabas and Luke and others, shook the dust off their feet against them and came unto Iconium, which is also in Asia Minor, not far away. And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost. You know, why were they happy? Because some believed. They were asked to come back and speak a second time. The Jews that followed them the first Sabbath, and said, tell us more, that that makes you happy when people believe. And it makes you sad when people don't. But seek and you shall find, knock and it shall be open unto you. And that's the best that I can do. I would not have trusted God if he didn't offer salvation to, every, to whosoever. He had me at whosoever. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever... Believers in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I said, Amen. That's my God. And and then if he just said work for it, I wouldn't have been in, because I knew I couldn't do it. But but it's not of works, lest any man should boast. For by grace he saved through faith not of yourselves the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So there was um Acts thirteen thirty nine, and by him all that believe are justified from all things. So if you say, Well you don't know what I've done I had an old guy tell me that about 40 years ago. You don't know what I've done. I've done this and I've done... I go, well, sir, I really don't need to hear what you've done. But I bet it falls under the category of all things. And by him, all that believe are justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. Well, I'll tell you what. The law of Moses isn't going to justify anything. And Jesus Christ is going to justify everything. And by him, all that believe are justified from all things. So, um, as it said in uh, Romans 4, 5, But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him, that, but to him that worketh not, but believeth on him, justifieth the ungodly. Him that justifies the ungodly. That's, that's a new name for God. Him that justifies the ungodly. So if you recognize your ungodliness, then, then believe on him. Trust in him. And you will have everlasting life. Seek and you shall find Knock, And then start telling other people. It's not that hard. So have a, I will say, vaya con Dios, go with God, vaya con Dios, and adios to God.